Welcome to this month's special programming series, Focus on Cancer, on ReachMD XM157. Manual palpation in breast cancer screening. Going high tech. You're listening to ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to a focus on future medicine. I'm Dr. Gary Cohn, your host, and with me today is Dr. Jay Sun. Dr. Sun is the CEO and CTO for an emerging medical device company, Medical Tactile Incorporated, and a graduate of Harvard University, where he earned his doctorate in engineering sciences and robotics. Dr. Sun comes to us today from his office in Los Angeles, and we're going to be discussing the applications of tactile sensing technology. Jay Sun, welcome to ReachMD. Thanks for being with us. Thank you for having me the technical issues. Maybe you could share with us a little bit about your background and and what got you interested in this particular field. Absolutely. Well, actually, I have a personal story to tell that involves my mother. Six, seven years ago, she developed breast cancer. And so I've kind of had to go through the consequences of it sort of firsthand here. And she had two lumpectomies. The pathology was sort of questionable. They thought it was medullary carcinoma. They didn't have enough margin, and, and so they had to go in again and then do a mastectomy. And we also went to tumor board at U of M, and also I was actually at that time willing to pay out of pocket to get an MRI. And my sister, who was living in New York, flew to Michigan and drove with my mom to Pittsburgh. And she, once they're there, they actually couldn't get her to get an MRI because it wasn't standard of care and the physician, her treating physician, thought that it was not appropriate or whatnot. So having sort of the experience, the frustrations or the challenges associated with breast cancer, and at that time, I had a, a startup company based on my research at Harvard. I was at, it was a part-time sort of startup while I was working at Hughes Sensors for Satellites. But that's when I realized the idea of applying tactile sensor technology for breast cancer sort of reinforced the need, if you will. And that's when we started developing what we have now, SureTouch pre-mammogram exam. We call it a pre-mammogram exam because really the device is effective on women of all ages, including women under 40. And even if mammography is 100% effective, the, the problem that we have is that 50% of the women are not getting mammograms for one reason or another. And a lot of it is, is uh, related to comfort, there's fear, the radiation, whatnot. And our device is uh, very comfortable, it's very easy to use, and so we've received very positive feedback from the women. Mm-hmm. Well, Jay, of course, we're on radio and it's hard to, hard to see this, but maybe you could describe to us what it is we're looking at, what the device would look like. The device is a small portable unit similar to a, let's say, a portable ultrasound. And actually, the probe actually also looks like a sort of a fat, wide ultrasound. And so a lot of people confuse it as being an ultrasound device, but it's actually using tactile sensors, just like your fingers that have pressure sensors. It uses hundreds of pressure sensors. And what it does is it actually gives you a image of what you're able to feel. So just like how a digital camera is able to capture what you're able to see or a video camera, this device gives you a real-time image of a lesion that you had to sort of feel and describe both the shape and the hardness. Before your work in this, had anybody else done work with tactile sensors in the medical arena? Was there any other applications that had been looked at or did either discarded or pursued? SureTouch is actually the first of its kind. There's no other medical device that's uh, approved by the FDA that translates the sense of touch 
into an electronic digital uh, image. It's been over 10 years that we've dedicated to perfecting and developing SureTouch, both from a, a technology development and clinical development. There's more than 10 patents uh, behind it, and we went through a number of iterations in terms of the device configuration from a big card-based system that was a cumbersome to a small laptop type of form factor. You mentioned that you had done some work outside the medical field with tactile sensors. How is this technology used in non-medical areas? Well, I first developed sensor technology while I was doing research for robotics and to try to give robots the sense of touch just as we humans do. And there wasn't very many good technologies out there. And so I had to develop the sensor in order to do the experiments that was required to finish my dissertation. So one of the areas that's actually more recently that have sort of resurged is in robotics. A lot of humanoid robotics, many from Japan, some from Korea and, and Germany, but we can apply the sensors for robot applications. There are other sort of industrial or commercial applications and input devices or for like cell phone type applications and consumer electronics and a number of medical applications as well in terms of foot pressure measurements or other palpation applications like prostate or lung tumor palpation. If you're just joining us, you're listening to a focus on future medicine on ReachMD. XM157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Dr. Gary Cohn, and I'm speaking with Dr. Jay Sun, and we're discussing applications of tactile sensing technology. So, Jay, as you applied this technology or began to research applying this technology to clinical breast exams, what was the first reaction from your patients to having this done compared to mammography or compared to any other testing they'd been involved with? Well, the reaction from patients has been just phenomenal positive. I mean, patients understand it. They see the images. They can relate to it. And the exam itself is very dignified and, and comfortable. And so patients have been, you know, from the very beginning, very embracing of the technology. And especially more so when we sort of clarified or restructured the message, instead of calling it an electronic palpation device, uh, saying that it's a pre-mammogram exam, has made it much more uh, sort of understandable to, to patients where we really literally have, you describe this to women and the reaction is, gee, you know, where can I get one? Where can I get a pre-mammogram exam? From the patient's point of view, is it kind of like getting an ultrasound, would you say? Is that a rough analogy? Yes, I think that's very similar, yes. And then they can see it in real time. Exactly. Now, down the road, when physicians might be able to access this technology, what kind of ramp-up time is there for a doc to figure out how to use this and how to interpret it? Or does the practitioner interpret it or does somebody else? Or how does that work? The device actually is currently available. We have our systems out in about roughly a couple of dozen clinics worldwide. We have learned that there's training that is required, but frankly, actually, <laughs> training is probably more important from understanding sort of uh, computer file management and sort of uh, IT-related items. There was actually a study by uh, Dr. Thomas Kearney at, that was published in Journal of Clinical Oncology that actually showed that after two hours of training, 30 minutes, four sessions, that non-clinical people, you know, office clerks or engineers, actually was able to perform better than trained clinicians. So it's really much, much easier than ultrasound. It's much intuitive. You can feel what you're able to see. It's not a standalone device. It's really a device that enhances your sense of touch. So that's the beauty of it. It's very easy to learn. So you don't have to be a physician to use this device. In fact, you know, nurse practitioners, nurse aides could use it just as well with very, very little training. 
And uh, where it's in use now, is that how it's being applied with non-MD types doing the testing? Yes. In fact, we're actually very excited about a recent partnership that we established with uh, St. Vincent Medical Center in Los Angeles, a major hospital run by the Sisters of Charity. And so what they're doing is they're actually lending their, the systems out to their clinics, their outreach clinics in L.A., where some of the population don't have access because of cultural or social issues, refuse or don't get as much screening as they should be. You did say this is portable, right? Absolutely, yes. What does the unit look like? How big is it? The whole unit, the power supply and accessories and things like that kind of fits in a medium-sized briefcase, sort of a carry-on, and the unit looks like a small laptop. In fact, you know, we actually use a laptop as a basis for the user interface because when we were sort of coming up with the requirements to make the device easier and more friendly, the criteria to be small and compact because of the space constraints in, in clinics and having touchscreen and then, you know, being able to easily enter patient information kind of drove to saying that, hey, you know, a laptop type of configuration is ideal. Sounds very practical. What's next for your research? Our focus right now is to really get the word out and get it into hands of more physicians. Our mission is to save lives by providing pre-mammogram exams that provide accurate and comfortable breast exams so that more women can detect breast cancer earlier. And because it's such an easy tool to use for clinicians and women are more receptive because of the comfort, the fact that it doesn't use any radiation or any energy, we expect that in a short period of time that you know physicians that really care about their patients will join us in, in using SureTouch to help save lives. When you focus on your audiences or potential purchasers of this technology, is this practical for a small office? Is it something that a clinic would need to come in on, a hospital? What kind of resources are going to be necessary to support purchase of this kind of device? We have a mix of small clinics that are interested as well as uh, small offices. The offices tend to be more business-savvy physicians that understand the value that it brings to the marketplace in terms of providing a tool that can provide better service or a very well-documented report that the patient can look at and, and see rather than sort of being told not to worry about a particular concern that may have or not. So the uh, economic models vary for different types of clinics. The research here and the potential and the economic models are, are all fascinating, and I, I want to thank Dr. Jay Sun, who's been our guest, for uh, bringing all this stuff to our attention. We appreciate your time, Dr. Sun. We've been discussing the application of tactile sensing technology. I'm Dr. Gary Cohn, and you've been listening to Focus on Future Medicine on ReachMD, XM157, the channel for medical professionals. We welcome your comments and questions at ReachMD.com, which now features on-demand podcasts of our entire library. Thanks for listening. Listen all month as ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals, as we feature a special series, Focus on Cancer. A few years ago, I was thinking about how convenient it would be if physicians had their very own radio channel where they could hear the latest medical news, get information, and get free CME. I'm Dr. David Preskill, founder of ReachMD and a practicing ob myself. This month, I'm happy to say that ReachMD Channel 157 on XM Satellite Radio is celebrating its very first anniversary. Over the past year, we have heard from thousands of physicians all over the country. These physicians have shared great ideas and the names of medical thought leaders which have become shows featured on ReachMD XM 157. I appreciate your input and your support. 
By listening to ReachMD and inviting your colleagues to listen, we can ensure medical professionals throughout the country have a channel to deliver the latest medical news, information, and free accreditation. For the last year, we've been broadcasting over XM Satellite Radio on Channel 157. We've recently launched our new website at ReachMD.com. You can now listen to a live stream of our channel or use our on-demand feature to select from our library of nearly 3,000 shows. I'm also very excited to tell you that we have just added accredited free CME weekend programs through both ReachMD XM 157 and www.reachmd.com will also be able to provide you a convenient method to earn, track, and retrieve your free accredited CME hours. As we enter our second year, ReachMD continues its commitment to medical professionals nationwide to provide the latest medical news, information, and education. I thank you for listening to ReachMD XM 157 and invite you to visit us at ReachMD.com. While you are visiting our new website, we welcome your thoughts and your comments. ReachMD is the channel for medical professionals, online, on demand, and on XM.